The world of addiction is now an epidemic, touching all communities. Join April Kirkwood, an actual therapist, as she shares insights with her show, After Detox, Now What? It's never too late to begin again. Hi, welcome to After Detox, Now What? My name is April Kirkwood. Today we're talking about how you communicate with an addict, whether they are going into detox, have been there circling the whole system, or this is a first attempt, or they're out of detox and they still have a very long road to go. We're talking about talking to your addict, whether it's a husband, a wife, a child, a life partner, sister, brother, It gets very, very, very specific on what is the positive thing to say to them. What is the right thing? What's going to make a difference? What is going to help them and not hurt them? Before we do, let's take three deep cleansing breaths in. Just relaxing. Letting go all that no longer works for us. And as we relax, let's focus our mind on the intention we want to have for today. If you don't have an intention, you can use mine. My intention today is to more effectively use my words to help everyone I meet, especially those closest to me and those who may be going through some difficult times. And so it is. Amen talking about um, how the hell do you talk to someone who's an addict? Well, first of all, don't ask them questions. I'm going to give you five simple things you can do. When you ask an addict questions, you're doing nothing more than setting yourself up for an argument and for lies. Usually, if they had the answers, they wouldn't have to be talking to you about them. Believe me, they know how bad their life is. They know that you are hurting them. Things like, why are you doing this to me? Can't you see you're killing me? You have so much potential. Is this what you want to do with the rest of your life? Of course it isn't what they want to do with the rest of their lives. Of course they don't want to hurt you. But if you put anybody in a corner, especially an addict who isn't feeling well, who maybe is high, coming off a high, or needs another high, all you're going to incite here is an emotional riot. Hopefully not a physical one, but I've seen it get really ugly. I don't want you to do that. Number two, when you do present your concerns, please Pick the meat from the bones. In other words, this person has been in trouble for a long time. So for you to start whining and moaning about how much money they've spent, how much they've stolen, whether their bed is made, how they wrecked the car, actually your main priority right now should be getting your attic clean, keeping your attic clean and reopening the channels for you two to grow together again. It's not gonna be easy. Addiction did not happen overnight and it's not going to be healed 
overnight. I wish I could do that. It's very difficult. I understand that. You're frustrated. You've tried everything. They've stolen your purse. They've lied to you. They've scammed you. They've lied to themselves. But I really do believe that we have to decide when we connect with addicts what's most important, and that is their lives. Next, guilt versus trust. Guilting them into being have and doing what you want is not going to work. You've been doing that. You know what the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I want you to be able to recreate a new foundation, a foundation where there is trust. Trust only comes when a person feels that they can be themselves with you. The dark spots, the ugly spots, spots, the parts of themselves that they are humiliated with. Addicts know, all souls know, they are in trouble. You don't have to tell them that. Uh, next, I want you to become educated. That addict is not the little boy you knew in third and fourth grade. It's not the woman that you married the day at the altar. Is not the friend that you had had for so many years growing up. When somebody becomes addicted to drugs, their brain chemistry actually changes. They are in need of physical gratification and it no longer comes from a warm handshake a pat on the back, a positive um, explanation of how much you love them or care for them. It comes from getting the next fix. So guilting them into it is not going to work. Trusting them is allowing them a space to be who they are. Broken, upset, discouraged, depressed, and oftentimes feeling that life is hopeless. I need you to find a support system, whether it's the 12-step program, um, any programs out there, your church, your synagogue, your family. I need you to take care of yourself. Two broken arms will not let anyone sit comfortably on a chair. You have to get strong. You have to get bold. And you have to get what is next is what I call drawing the line in the sand. Drawing the line in the sand. Creating boundaries. I will love you forever, but I can no longer give you money. I want you to get well. I'm here for you, but I will no longer accept your physical or mental abuse to who I am and what I need. It's a hard road. And I am here for you, April Kirkwood. You can email me, April, of course, at gmail.com because this is not a simple topic. Number, I don't know what number it is, but remember the child or the person you loved before they became addicted. That's the person you're trying to find and remember. 
fleas. They are there. So let's recap. Cut the meat from the bones. Don't biatch about the bed not being made. Take, oh, this one. Take yourself off the pedestal. You're not perfect either, okay? This is a family disease. You need to take the blinders off and see the whole picture and where you may need some counseling, some help. You know, addiction comes in many forms. Sometimes social prestige, idealism is an addiction. Are you embarrassed? Of course you are, but you're not going to let that stand in the way of loving your significant other. Look at yourself. Don't be so careful to judge, Missy, as my grandma would say. Every roof has a leak, and that includes you. Also remember guilt versus trust. Allow them a space to be themselves as ugly and heartbreaking as it may look right now. Guilting them is not going to work. They feel guilty enough. Find your support system. Draw a line in the sand. Do not give them any more money. Do not fix their car. Do not let them stay at your house if they're high, if they're addicts. Do not. You must be strong. Remember, all the enabling you've been doing up to this point has done absolutely nothing. Nothing. But keep them on that terrible merry-go-round to hell. The last step is death. I've gone to funerals before of addicts. It's very, very sad. Remember, that is someone you love. And that someone is there inside of the addict, wanting to come out, wanting to be healed. Are you going to help them or hinder them? You can get all of this data with some more tips on how to communicate effectively with your addict at aprilkirkwood.com. Until we meet again, I love you, I praise you, I appreciate you. You are God's child. Great things happen to you. Nothing can stop it. And so it is. Namaste. Download the podcast, receive handouts, join her mailing list for extra tips. Go to aprilkirkwood.com now. Blessings from the staff and April. Wishing you health, wealth, and happiness.